Hi, my name is Mark McLeod. I get asked to give my opinion. Many times I just offer my opinion on things that happen in the marketplace. So I thought I'd um, have a crack at a podcast scene. That seems to be the cool thing to do at the moment. So let's have a go and see where we end up. Obviously, the easiest place to start is the changing market. It seems to be a, a topic on everyone's lips. And I suppose there's two ways to look at this. Yes, the market has changed. It doesn't make it any more difficult or any more challenging. It's just different. I say to people all the time, market conditions should only really affect you if you have 100% market share. If you've got 30% market share of a suburb, and that means seven out of every 10 sales is sold by somebody else, you can say it's the market or you can say, let's do things better to pick up the seven out of the, out the other seven we're not getting. And many people don't view it this way as if my market share is set. And many marketplaces it actually is because everyone's just doing the same shit. The reality of life is the ones who handle the market and actually accept that it's not any harder, it's just different, are the ones that will actually do really well. Plenty of negative media at the moment about this marketplace, but let me tell you now, very few people talk about the opportunities, and there are enormous opportunities. So let's start by getting a better understanding of, of what's, what's actually happening out there. If you look at, well, let's take energy. Those people that know me well, often I, I believe energy is the fuel that runs real estate businesses. Two types of energy, external energy, internal energy. When the market was on fire, and let's admit, down the east coast of Australia in particular, it's been pretty good. I've been in the industry a long time. It's as good as I've, I've seen it. And I've said to people, you know, if you're struggling in the marketplace that we had and selling stock, you're probably in the wrong gig. The reality of life is that when the market was really cool, really strong, it provided external energy. You know, bidders, traffic through open for inspections, inquiry. The external energy combusted the internal energy. One of the big places of difference now is that the energy or where the energy is combusted, if I can use that word, has actually changed. Energy now has to come from the office outwards. So you have to do things, create things that create external energy out there in the marketplace. Let's be honest, the people bid over the last five years, particularly down the East Coast at auctions, because they had to. If they didn't bid, they didn't buy. The question and challenge is, is that, can you support these people about bidding when they don't have to? Because their energy's changed now. They don't have to buy, they come out to the marketplace, they see auctions passing in, or they see even the most deplorable things, people pulling auctions, I'll touch on that in a moment. And people don't really understand the effect of the, or the way the buyer now is feeling about their position in the marketplace. I say to people who work with me all the time, you know, come, come for a walk down the logical path. And those people who have got to know me always know that, I, that the way my brain works is a very logical thing. So let's go and walk on the logical path. I often say there's bloody hardly any other bastard on it. So let's go for a walk on that particular path. The rally life is this, let's create, let's demit the few things. Whoever told you that 
that stock's the most important thing in a real estate business lied to you. And many of you at the moment are carrying stock. What's the most important thing in a real estate business is stock that you can sell. And there is a big difference between the two in this particular marketplace. I think it's important to understand that the effect that days on markets have, so you may have stock and it blows out, you know, most have what, 20 days to 30 days to 40 days. What most people don't understand is if you allow your stock to blow out by 10 days, it actually drops your clearance rate by 30%. A really, really um, uh, interesting number. So let's, let me do an analogy. The analogy I normally draw around this is the bath. If you think about it logically, I have a bath full of water, tap over the top of the bath, taps off, bath's full, I pull the plug out and the water doesn't get away. The drain's blocked. What most logical people would do is fix the drain. But in our industry, I have stock, it's not selling, so let's actually go and turn the tap on. Let's go and put more into the bath. It's totally illogical. And the reason that most people do it is that they're not experienced about how to unblock it, they're not sure how to do it. So the easiest way is to just drive more stock into the system. That may not be the case in every marketplace in Australia, but certainly across, across many. The solution to the problem is not the water. The solution to the problem is the blockage. And what you should be doing is building a structure and process around your stock out. This industry is really simple. Stock in, stock out. No more difficult than that, even though many people have tried to make it more complicated than what it really is. No matter what demographic you're in, at some stage of the market, the blockage changes. What good business owners do is actually address their energy and realign their resources to where the blockage is. A smart person with a blocked bath set their energy towards the plug. Only a dumb person would set their energy towards the tap. But I see real estate businesses all the time ringing me up saying, had a great listing month, listing really well, but yet their days on markets are blowing out internal energies dropping away and the whole thing starting to unravel. So let's, let's take it a step further and, 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 and look at that. So what's the solution? The solution is to understand that many of the owners out there have read the same information that we, they, they've read the AFR, they've read the City Morning Herald, they've watched the news, they've heard all the bad stories about the market, but yet they still come to the market. I say to people all the time, if you didn't have to sell at the moment, would you? No, then why is this person? You know, vendors will say to you, I'm not in a hurry. And I go things like, well, I'm glad that it's really difficult to work with people that are in a hurry. But if you're not in a hurry and you don't have to sell, then why did you choose now? And there's simple questions to actually break down the reality of what's happening here. No matter what cycle is, no matter what the cycle's doing, people will continue to come to the market and properties will continue to sell. The question is, is that can you increase your share of that? And only the people who manage their energy well, who understand where they need to be aligning their resources, are the ones who are able to navigate this market in a really successful way. There's a question I often ask to people, and have a look inside your own businesses, where if you go and have a look at other agents' stock, then many of you would have picked up a home that had been through a cycle with another agent. If you look at the clearance rate of that, it's nearly 90%. So think of the logic of that. It's been with another agent, it goes to another agent, then nine out of 10 of those homes sell. Why didn't it sell with the first agent? 
The answer to that question is having a chat to the owner that you picked up for the second time. You ask them. And I'll tell, they'll say things like, you know, I was with that agent for 90 days. I never even saw an offer. In fact, I never even saw a rude offer. They're not complaining. The rude offer is not about the offer. It's about the fact that my agent didn't have the skills even to get me a rude offer, even to get an offer out of someone who wanted to steal my homes. Immediately, the relationship of trust between the owner and the agent is gone. So when the agent tries to get a price reduction, they're not able to. The second part of this is probably the most insane part of the process. I say to people all the time, who sold homes for more than what they thought when the market was booming? And everyone goes, puts their hand in the air. Yeah, we sold all our homes more than what we thought when the market was booming. And then I say to people, well, if you were wrong on price on the way up, everything sold for more than what you thought, why all of a sudden are you experts on what things are worth on the way down? If you were wrong on the way up, let me tell you, you're wrong on the way, on the way down. But all of us, many agents, are so happy to be wrong on the way up, but so indignant about being right on the way down. Has to be, got to be, must be, should be. Has to be worth that, got to be worth that. And I say to people all the time, who in the room here, when someone was bidding on a property in the booming market, walked up to a buyer and said, don't bid any more because I don't think it's worth that. No one's done that. But yet on the way down, you make opinions about, I, don't think, it's, I think it's worth more than this. Our job is to market homes. Our job is to, is to actually create an environment through communication, structure and process. And I'll go to that in another podcast down the track and how to do that. But, but first and foremost, it's the way that you think about this marketplace. It's the way that you, that you, that, that, that you understand. You know, I'm not in a hurry. Okay, I get that. But the market... You've read the paper. The markets, the markets are, are being challenged on price. We're probably in a cycle. It took five years or so for the market to surge to the top. It's probably going to be the same similar cycle matching it the other way. So if you're not in a hurry, this could be a five-year wait. And, and, and we, we, don't necessarily, we don't necessarily think like that. Many agents think it's upon their job to hold up the, the, the values of their suburbs. What are you dreaming? What are you, you're on smack? Like, seriously, that's like saying, I'm gonna to go to the beach tomorrow like a little child. And I, I, go, I, 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 go, I go to the beach all the time. And you see these kids who run into the water, the waves will surge in, and they stand there on the foreshore trying to stop the water going back out again. They have as much chance of stopping that water as you do of controlling the prices and the economy in this cycle. You didn't cause the boom, you didn't cause the bust. But many of you, by the way that you posted on Facebook on how you got wonderful prices, thought that you posted the boom. It's the yin and the yang. You didn't cause the boom and you didn't cause the bust. Our job is to market properties in high detail. I say to people, high definition. Every drop counts, every lead matters, Every inquiry matters. Every, every I's got to be dotted. Every T's got to be crossed. You know, I saw my good friend Gav Rubenstein talk to Tommy Panos the other day about walking a vendor down a hallway. Gav and I often talk about that. Our job is to walk the vendor down the hallway. The vendor is the market. When the vendor's going to take 100 grand less, he, they want to know that every, 
every, every dot's eye, every dot's eye, every I's dotted, every T's crossed. They want to make every detail matters. When they were getting 100 grand more, detail didn't matter. First thing I say, the first acute thing is detail matters on the way down. And, you know, they want to make sure that, that, that everything is done so they know they have to accept the price. They don't want to blame you. Our job in this climate, in this cycle, is to take away the owner's excuses. And so many of you will give them excuses. Not enough inspections, didn't communicate well. You know, the ad was wrong. The quote figure was too high, too low. Whatever it was, we leave, we leave these like mines around the listing that the vendor can, can explode at any time and blow up the whole process. Our job is to take away the vendor's excuses. Our job is to walk the vendor down the corridor, close every door, so the only exit they have is the one at the end. But so often, we, we get caught up in, in the market conditions. There's no traffic. I can't get someone to make an offer. Um, and that's, that's, that's the nuance of this climate. You know, it's, it's, it's about what we call the sequence of sale, traffic. You've got to drive traffic, two types of traffic. There's organic traffic, which is what we've had for five years, where you sat on your ass and people just turned up. Now it's called driven traffic. I get on the phone, you know, make the call, get people to my opens. Second part is build the platform, platform of decision-making. Give the vendor sufficient information so they can make an educated decision through traffic, through the numbers, through the portals, through offers, through price feedback, through, through information around their home. You go, you go traffic, platform, and then we can talk about positioning. Where's the home position against the market? Where's the home position on method? Is it the right method? Is it the right price? Traffic from the portals is dropping. Mr. Vendor, Mrs. Vendor, we've exhausted the traffic. And then we finally go to the sold box. Some of you want to go from organic traffic to sold and miss the first, the two middle steps out and wonder why you're not putting sold together. Listen, that's probably going to be enough for me today. I've rabbled on here and um, I will come back, you know, in, in my next podcast. I'm assuming I'm going to do another one and, uh, and give you some more detail about that. I hope it's pretty cool. You know, I've just kind of talked pretty freely here about things that I know, you know, who would have thought I'd be talking about, you know, bathtubs and hallways and and plugs and stock in and stock out. I just hoping that's helped the way you think. Remember at the end of the day, this is, has more opportunity. It's 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 not a bad market, it's just different market. As a great friend of mine, Stephen Wells Nell said, it's not bad or good weather, it's just weather. Have a great day. <music>